Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Flapping, Flapping and, and Fawning. I'm the mouth of the South, Flapjack. And I'm the mustache ride that gave you carpet burn, Fawn. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> How are you doing today, Fawn? I'm good. How are you, Flapjack? I'm doing pretty good. I want to jump right into our five-star review because we are doing something that has been much awaited for on Flapping and Fawning Pod. Um, so if you don't know, we read a five-star review every single episode at the top of the episode. So if you want to hear your review read, write us one over on Apple Podcasts, and you may hear uh, your review read to the sound of our golden voices. So we're going to go ahead and jump into this five-star review. We do have a very specific reason we are jumping into this that oh, yeah. will be revealed. In good time. Um, so this <laughs> reveal is from... Robin Chris's crisis? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry we mispronounced your English name. English is hard. Tell us in another five-star review how to pronounce your um, name, please. The title of this review is called Make My Pickle Fantasies Come True. <laughs> <laughs> All right! I love this podcast. I love these personalities, and even their voices bring me joy and make me feel a little less alone in my one-bedroom apartment. Please review the pickle slushy from Sonic. I love y'all. And we love you. And because of that, we are today reviewing the Pickle Slush from Sonic. We- I'm so nervous because I don't really like pickles. Pickles. I don't know. I don't love pickles either. But I, I am like kind of fried excited. Pickles. I like I like things from Sonic. I've never had a slushy that I didn't like. So I think they wouldn't I think they would do us right. I like fried pickles. <gasps> fried pickles are the best. The Zaxby's ones are really good. Okay, next they should do like a fried pickle slushy, but like with a side of ranch. All on a slushy. That would be so A ranch good. slushy to dip your fried pickles in. Mm-hmm. I love. Are you ready to try this I'm thing? I'm so nervous. Can you hear that ASMR? <laughs> we'll be drinking these out of our flapping and fawning mugs. So um, make sure that you buy those from the link in our bio and in the links in the description. Okay, let's try it. I'm scared. I'm very nervous. Oh, do you like? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> oh my god! The fawn looks like they're chewing cud. It's so tangy. <laughs> it's incredibly tangy. It kind of salty, but also sweet. Mm, yeah, it's very pickle. Tastes like my first boyfriend. Um. Okay, it, this kind of tastes like what I imagine a kelp shake from Spongebob would taste like. Can we talk about how fluorescent green this is? Fluorescent too? green. <gasps> Ooh, I have a wig that is this color. I mean, I love the color, and I am somebody that normally would try these kind of like crazy colored edible Drinks. items. Edible. Um, but this is not... <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably going to be drinking it the rest of the podcast because it's here, and you will probably just get right into bad reactions throughout the rest of the pod, <laughs> so I apologize. I live. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so... Oh, my God. And it has, like, a really strong aftertaste, too. It just sticks with you. Yeah. You know? Do you... You you never drink pickle juice, like, no, regularly, I don't, right? The only time I, like, fuck with pickles <laughs> is... Like, Ow, I just bit my tongue. Uh, <laughs> Life's hard. <laughs> the only time that I like fuck with pickles is fried pickles or mm. like if they're just like on a chicken sandwich. You know, I, one of the things that I, I, um, I hate to admit it, but it also makes kind of a funny story. I think is I didn't realize that pickles were cucumbers for a very long time, like way, way later in life than I should have realized this. Like yesterday? No, it was like, like my, my junior year of college. Oh. And... <laughs> And, and this this was like what uh, four years ago for me I think I th- that whole time I thought pickles like grew on pickle trees or something forever but nope cucumbers dipped bless in vinegar your heart. yeah bless bless my poor little heart that's my opinion <sighs> oh wait that is not the button I meant to push <laughs> that's my opinion okay I did it again well that's fine I meant to hit the shade button but whatever well. Okay, so today we have a very exciting episode planned. Um, but first, I before we get into all of that, you had an exciting development in life this weekend, right? Yes. What happened? What happened? Last weekend was lube wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah, and I ended up winning. 
Yes, congrats to Fawn. Lou wrestling at Dragon Knight at the Nick champion. Yeah. What would you like to say to your adoring fans that just won't shut up? You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it ended up being three matches in order to win the whole thing. I didn't expect it in a single round. It was each match was best two out of three. So two, possibly three rounds per match. I didn't lose a single round. You better. I live. I don't know how. I didn't expect to win a single one going into this. I mean, I talked about it last week on the pod. And somehow <laughs> I won. The whole shebang. Did you have a strategy at all or did you just go for it? Um, My strategy was to not let them get on top of me. Mm. And to also be slippery. Yeah. And slimy. Like and a snake. Like a sliver of snake. snack. <laughs> I live so yeah when we heard that you won we were like what I was so shocked because <laughs> um, yeah, I think everybody was shocked <laughs> I even beat saliva and I fully expected saliva to win the whole thing yeah saliva has experience with this kind of yeah. thing you know she said afterwards she was like last time I wa- lost I came in second to a skinny white twink <laughs> <laughs> I live well congratulations that's so exciting you're yeah. now the current reigning what um Dragnet at the Nick Lube Wrestling Champion. I love it. Mix yeah. Lube Wrestling yeah. Champ. I live. Well, that's so exciting. I'm so happy for wild. you. It was a wild night. You I looked would do amazing. it all over again. And it was, I loved the campiness of it too. Like I saw Twat's chair moment. Yeah. Um, and all so the props awesome. just got left in the pool for the rest Ugh. of the night. Anytime a wig came off, it got left in the pool for the rest of the <laughs> night. There were like three wigs in there by the end of the night. This sounds like reverse social distancing. Yeah. I <laughs> I love it so much. That is awesome. Um, well, I wanted to share with you, Danny and I, we went to see Nope. <gasps> yes. Yay. We went to see it. So I, feel, I felt like we could talk about it a little bit. I'm so excited. I don't know. What was your like favorite part of the movie? Or was there anything that stuck out to you? I mean, just like Kiki Palmer's character as mm-hmm. a whole... She was so fun. Like, without her character, it would not have been a good movie. Fair. Which, I mean, that could also be said about many of the characters. But, like, for me, she was, like, what really made the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because she added some of that, like, comedic nature to it, but also still, like, adding a heart and soul to it at the same time. 100%. Because OJ was very much a stern kind of like reserved feelings kind of character. Right. Um, whereas she was a lot more like, this is my passion, kind mm-hmm. of like going to follow her heart. And and such a lovable character too. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, I don't want anything bad to happen to her. Uh, you know. The uh, ending was so good. It was good. Uh, one thing that surprised me, you know, I knew it was like a, supposed to be like a scary movie, right? Yeah. It, it did. It wasn't one that had like jump scares. It, it didn't. It wasn't one that like I mean, terrified me or anything. A like couple that. times. What, what, jump scares? Yeah. When? Whenever like all of a sudden the alien like attacked out of nowhere. Out of when? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't like, remember. For example, whenever that alien, there was a few of them. Like, <sighs> just fast forward like thirty seconds if you haven't seen it. <laughs> um, when all of a sudden the aliens like eating everybody. It just it, it became a gorgeous cinema cinematic so movie good. like especially towards the end like I was like oh my god this is so pretty like I can't even be mad at this creature well, it's just gorgeous. One part that was kind of like not necessarily jump scary but kind of it was like very jarring was the shooting of the chimpanzee. Yeah, yeah, the chimpanzee part. Um did you think there was like supposed to be a bigger a bigger message with that particular part cuz I was trying to decode it um, and I was just struggling. I think a lot of it had to do with you can't really tame a wild beast is kind of a mm. theme throughout the whole thing because the, the taming of the horses and yeah. taming of the monkey and trying to tame the alien and also like just being respectful of other creatures in general. Absolutely. Um, because like at the very beginning of the movie with the horse, they weren't listening to OJ about like don't get behind it and all this stuff. And then, he ends up getting fired from the job because they weren't doing what they were supposed right. to. And then like he figures out what the alien don't look it in the eyes. And I mean, that was kind of also one of the things with the monkey because, um, what was his name? The monkey's name? No, the boy, 
that ended up being the crazy guy. I don't know, but like he was played Loop by Steven Yeun, who I've, I knew from The Walking Dead. Love him. Because um, he ended up, he wasn't looking the monkey directly in the eyes. Right. Um, and even if he was, it was through that veil of the tablecloth. So it's kind of like, don't assert dominance if you don't have the ability to assert it. You're so smart. I literally didn't even think of that. But you, the way you phrased that was so poetic and beautiful. I'm obsessed. Go see Nope, everybody. If you haven't seen it, it's so good. Like, yeah. I was very impressed. Say yes to Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also had some exciting things happen this week, especially with Camp Wanakiki. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, we recently got an official premiere date. So make sure that y'all are tuning in this Thursday, August 25th for the Camp Wanakiki premiere episode one on Out TV. All right. Woohoo. I'm so excited. I can't believe it. Like, it's been like a year since we filmed. So I can't believe everything is finally coming out. And I cannot I imagine. See it. It, like, I've been sitting on a secret. I cannot imagine. <laughs> I'm, I'm very ready for the world to see what we experienced <laughs> a year ago when we went to film, but it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, and if you are wanting to watch, I, we are, I'm doing my best to put out as many cheap or free ways to watch it as possible. So if you are, uh, if you don't are not already an out TV subscriber, go over to the flapping and fawning podcast, Instagram. We're doing a giveaway of a, a five free months of out TV. So you can win one free month. Um, five people will win that. So go ahead and participate in that. And hopefully you'll, be selected and bear in mind that will be ending tomorrow is when we are going to be announcing the winner of that by the time this is coming out it will be tomorrow that we are announcing that winner so that way you have time to go ahead and have that subscription just in time for release of the show right and we're going to be talking about it on the pod but we're going to do two weekly uh two weekly episodes so the camp one kiki reviews will be one episode but we're going to continue with our regular just gab sessions um every single week as well Absolutely. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. And we also are doing a live viewing party and Fawn is going to join me for the very first one over at the Quest Club. Yay! So if you are in Birmingham, definitely come out um, so that you can watch. I'll have merch available. I'll wear my look from that particular week's episode. It's going to be a really great time. And the last thing that I have to say about it is if you want to get an annual Out TV subscription uh, until August 31st, you can use the code FLAPJACK to get 25% off an annual subscription. I know, right? I feel so legit. Because <laughs> what? What starts with F and ends with CK? That promo code does. That's for sure. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, I think we've done enough. Are you ready to hop into our discussion today? Yes. What are we talking about? Well, here's the thing. I was driving yesterday <laughs> and I was texting Mark about some people that were pissing me off while I was driving. Ugh. So whenever you were like, let's talk about our pet peeves. And I was like, this is perfect. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be talking about what grinds our gears. So I'll see you after the break to chat more about it. And we are back rolls. (laughs) We are back rolls. And I'm sipping on a secret. A tangy one. A tangy Sonic pickle secret god okay let's get into these pet peeves what you got so one of my like biggest pet peeves it's like when somebody's a unnecessarily slow walker i hate slow walkers like and when i say that i don't mean to like sound ableist by that what i'm when i say slow walkers i mean like if you're in the mall and somebody's like having a carry carrying on a conversation in front of you and they're just walking extremely slow and they're taking up the entire walkway, so you can't even go around them. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm queer. I walk fast. <laughs> Move, I'm gay. Right. <laughs> or like when they're like crossing the street, and it's like a whole family, and they're just like talking, not paying attention to what's around them, and they're like taking their dear sweet time. Um. Also, though, not not even just when they're like when people are like having a conversation or, or caught up with something else. It's like when, when people if, just naturally walk. Yeah. Really slowly. <laughs> I, I and they're just that. like kind of oblivious to their surroundings and like it seems like they don't care about other people's time. Mm-hmm. Like just be considerate. That makes sense. That makes sense. But are you someone who walks really, really fast? Yeah. And I also feel 
that you have longer legs that, than a lot of other folks. Look, this is what my friend told me last night, too. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Even my pace is still faster. Even though I have longer strides, my mm. pace is also faster, which means I walk extremely fast. Yeah. I also walk pretty fast, but, but I have... I'm built like a tree trunk, so I have like short little stumpy legs, and so I just like, <laughs> boop, 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 like as fast as I can. It, and I've noticed that a lot of times, whenever I'm going to talk to someone about something, they always think, "Oh, Clay's mad at me," or oh, "You do mad walk with purpose." I, yeah, I don't mean to. I'm just very type A. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. That's just me. That's just who I am. Graceful, delicate. <sighs> she has beauty. She has grace. She's a ballerina. Barbie. <laughs> I don't know. So with pet peeves, I kind of found it hard because I, I couldn't immediately think of them. You know, there are things that, yes, there are things that, that get on my nerves, but it's usually very nuanced and I have like five opinions about why it gets on my nerves. Yeah. But the only thing that consistently gets on my nerves, no matter who does it, what it is, my number one pet peeves, pet peeve is when someone wears shoes on a bed yeah, you know, like when I was in college and people would come I mean, to my I'm dorm. I mean, I'm wearing shoes on your bed right now. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely where we record this. <laughs> Get out of here! Um, no, I I don't know. It just makes me want to like, I don't know, attack. <laughs> like, yeah. why do you have your shoes on my bed? Yeah, I sleep here. There's just something about shoes on like any kind of cloth furniture mm-hmm. in general. Now, granted, I we, so in my house, like we typically have people take shoes off when they come in the, in the house, if they're able to do so. But I, that's more of my partner's um, request than me. But I like when it comes to getting on the bed or any kind of furniture, I can't stand that. Um, so I don't know, but I'm also just a shoeless creature. Like when I'm in my office, yeah. like any, no matter where I am, I pretty much always want to take my shoes off. I love like not having shoes on, honestly. Yeah. And that's what you get because we're from Alabama. <laughs> Do you drive barefoot? Yes. Yeah, same. Every time. It's it's so much safer, I think. Even though it's technically against the law in Alabama. Wait, is it? Yeah, it's technically against the law to drive barefoot or with flip-flops. On. Oh. Um, well, Flapping and Fawning Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The opinions and statements said are not necessarily those of Flapping and Fawning LLC. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of like driving, there's so many driving related pet peeves, like not using your blinker mm. or when somebody will just come over on you when there is I hate barely come on me. <laughs> it's like Kim Kardashian in that one video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a comeback story. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up and drink my pickle. Slushy. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just. Um, <laughs> I'm just. Did that do you? In? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one, it really went there. Um, but yeah, so like, whenever somebody's just like merging over on you without any um, room or consideration, mm. or when people are riding your ass, like I have so many related to driving, just yeah. because people in Alabama cannot fucking drive, right. I was really surprised because uh, Birmingham was recently ranked as like one of the best cities to drive in. And I was like, really? They're probably talking about the actual city and not the interstate. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Because the city itself is not bad. Yeah, true. Downtown's not bad. But people do not use blinkers. It doesn't... I've gone to other cities. Like I've lived in other cities before and people use their blinkers. Like it's, it's crazy. Because they're busier. They have to, otherwise they're going to get in a fucking wreck. Right. And it's, it's amazing that it it doesn't happen more frequently downtown. You know? Right. I feel you. Do you hate when people backseat drive? Yeah. Mm. Especially if they ask me to drive. Yeah. If you ask me to drive, no, shut the fuck up (laughs) and don't like have any critiques on my driving. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes I mean, sense. like, you get what you get, and you don't pitch a fit. Very <laughs> that. We when we drove to Sonic today, I, I tend to <laughs> be a, a backseat driver, so I was like, I'm gonna not say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Your driving was totally fine, but I am just a crazy person, and I like when I drive. I um, I'm one of those people. It's like with walking with a purpose. This is not a critique on your driving, but I I just tend to feel like my way or the highway. You know. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I tend to do that. Danny gets mad at me for it. 
<sighs> but I also, I hate it when people do it to me because my yeah. driving's always right. Right. <laughs> um, so how do you feel about whenever somebody starts talking and they're like asking you a question or talking about something, but then they stop themselves and they're just like, never mind. And it's not <gasps> even necessarily anything like mm-hmm. snarky. They just like, just say, never mind. Cause maybe they figured it out on their own, but then they refuse to tell, tell you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that. That That is the worst. You know, it's like, do you ever just feel never, never mind. mind? Do you think it's funny how never mind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I totally hate that. Um, or if someone's like coming to ask your opinion about something and then you're like, well, well, what is it? What is it? I want to know. Um, obviously, because yeah, if, if it's really not a big deal, then you can just tell me what you figured out. Right. You know, because otherwise, otherwise my anxiety is going to be through the roof. Yeah. And it's going to become this whole thing. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to think that you're in trouble or something or like that they're upset with you. That's yeah. another thing. Do not text me that we need to talk. Mm hmm. And even if unless you, you're going to tell me exactly what we're going to talk about, right? Like, I think there are times. I think it's okay to be like, "Hey, I would love to talk to you about this. Can we like right. meet to talk about it sometime?" But just don't like tell me that we need to talk. Yeah. When even uh, if you include that it's not bad, I'm still going to think it's bad because you haven't told me the topic of the manner. It's also a little unfair, I think, to do that to someone, especially if you want to have like a true conversation about it. My friends recently did this to me. Oh no. What happened? Tell us about it. Well, read it, them name it was, names. <laughs> it was just to like try to plan a trip to Disney, but my anxiety was really high. Yeah, I'm sure I ended up like, it's fine now, but <laughs> you know, she said, that's my opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah. I did let them know how much my anxiety was through the roof. Well, I get that though. Like, it, because if you if it is about a particular topic, like I think it's only fair to right. give someone some time to think and like set some expectations for what they would want from whatever it is you're talking about. Right. So yeah, I, you know, even if it's a oh I figured it out, like just just fill them in, you know, because yeah. otherwise you're just causing undue anxiety and that's not fun. I have enough of that as it is. <laughs> I do that to myself. Right. I don't need help. Right. Uh, I mean, I do need help, but not with that. <laughs> You know, I know some people have pet peeves with, uh, like, words. You know, like, I've, I've heard a lot of times in the pageant scene, like, people get, hate the term current raining because they mean, like, the same thing. Does Or, like, when people add S's to the ends of words, like, oh, I went to Sonics the other day. Now I'm at the Walmart. Yeah, I'm at the Walmarts. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that kind of thing? I mean, it depends. Mm. Because, like... Irregardless is not a word. Yeah, that, that's one that gets me. <laughs> um, but also, like, for me, as somebody that works in embroidery in my daily life, whenever somebody mm. pronounces it as embroidery, <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just a good I'm Georgian just, accent. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, that's that's not how it's pronounced. That's not how it's Embroidery. Embroidery. Not, not that's a that's a drag name. Please welcome to the stage, Embroidery Taylor. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God, that's a f- embroidery. <laughs> embroidery, like it's it's not that hard to say. Yeah, I get that. I hear people say library all the time. That was one my partner messaged to me about this morning. Mm, is that, that was their pet peeve? Yeah, because it was the, there was another one. I forgot. Hold on, I could probably pull up the text message. There was another one that was like a big one it was whenever people pronounced restaurant like restaurant restaurant yeah and that's what made me think of the embroidery one because i was just like oh my god very relevant to my life it's interesting because that see i feel like this is something that used to bother me a lot because i i was ashamed of my southern accent growing up and i i unintentionally kind of worked got got rid of it for a while and when i was in college and i would give tours of my campus people would ask where i was from because i didn't sound like i was from the south and i sort of realized that you know i I should appreciate that piece of my identity and so i've started to lean a lot more into my southern accent like i would never say y'all but now i say it in every other sentence um and, and but at that also being said it doesn't take like su- southern doesn't necessarily mean 
unintelligent, so you can pronounce words correctly. So yeah. it's a balance. I mean, I don't have a southern accent. Not at all. Not at all. None. Never. You live over there by Macador High School and you ain't got no southern accent. <laughs> None at all. <laughs> um But yeah, I think for me like the embroidery one though is very like because it's like what I literally do. Yeah. That makes my sense. Day job, I'm just like, can you just pronounce it correctly? <laughs> and like it's one of those things that's also lo- usually a older white audience that pronounces it like that. Embroidery. You know, I get that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it really just sounds like a, a the way you said it. It was just like Golden Girls whenever Blanche. The embroidery. <laughs> yes, would talk in a southern accent. Like, yeah, it was very much that Georgian, Atlanta, old school accent. Which, I don't know, I kind of love it, but also, no, it's embroidery. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that, for me, that is a pet peeve, and honestly, I think this is one of the reasons why I think I, I probably won't have kids because I, it as kids in general, the pet peeve, because no, it's one of mine. It's no, <laughs> I, I don't dislike kids. Um, oh. but for me, it's like, I ha- I sort of have this fear in a way of, of being a bad parent because of this. And that's, I get really frustrated when people are so shy to the point where they, cannot speak like and like i it really drives me nuts and i don't mean and i i'm sorry if if you're someone on the pod who who listens and you have this but it like it really i i try so hard and like I, i i know that i'm someone who talks a lot um so i'm like let's have a conversation but when people get like really 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 caught up and just absolutely can't like on on drag race when queens are like oh i just really hate to talk like i hate to speak like i'm like you have to speak like what do you mean like people when you get booked like people are going to want to hear you you know on the pod today flap is exposing how much they hate me (laughs) no you're not like no, no no this is i mean something very different like i mean it depends on the situation for me and like how comfortable i am with somebody like if I'm in a brand new situation and like there's no like creature comforts around or anything to like make me feel comfortable in the situation, I am stone cold silent. I'm stone cold hmm. Steve Austin. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but also like I was very much that kid that like it took me a very long time to not be always the shy, quiet one. Like, whenever my parents would introduce me yeah. to one of their friends, I would hide behind their legs. Mm. Like, I was very much that kid. Well, I, I think that, I don't know, I've never experienced that from you. Um, like, this particular thing that I'm, I'm talking about. Like, I guess it's, for me, uh, the way, especially with the way I was raised, it was like, okay, you're just going to get on stage and you're going to speak, like, no big deal. And, like, growing up in church. And that was... Yeah it was never something that was presented to me as something to be scared of. And I know public speaking is like the number one, um, fear. Yeah. And, and so I don't know. I know I should be more patient with it, but it, it, it is something that drives me nuts. But it, with kids, like I, I don't, it doesn't bother me so much with kids. Like, cause I get it. Like there's lots of shy kids out there and that's, you know, you're meeting someone new, you're learning like that. That is not something that necessarily bothers me, but I guess it, it really comes from, like a, adults when you know they, they sign up for something especially like drag race i've heard this a lot on drag race recently it's like oh i just hate doing things where i have to speak it's like well how are you gonna host a gig how you know how I are mean, you gonna not everybody has to host job? a gig for real. and honestly for True. me until i started drag i was a lot more intro not necessarily introverted i enjoyed being around people i was a lot more shy mm. before i started drag and drag kind of like pushed me out of my shell a little bit. And even still, like sometimes I get on the microphone and I'm like, hi, <laughs> welcome to the show. That's not really how bad I am. I'm better than that. But like, that's You're what great it, on mic. Yeah. That's what it feels times. like to me sometimes. Like I get really in my head about being on a mic. And it's funny because we record this every week and yeah. I have a microphone, microphone right in front of my face and like, it's nothing. But then introduce more people around and I'm like, Hmm, 
and just like nerves. I mean, there's a lot of pressure when it comes to being on mic in, in drag. Like I, I get that. Um, and I, I've definitely had those moments too, where it's like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to say right now, but someone is still getting their heels on and they need right. to go on stage. And you're like, they're like, Oh, can you, can you just talk? And I'm like, uh, okay. About what? Okay. Yell. If you've ever registered to vote, <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, so I, I get it. Like, and I, this is something that I try to be patient with and I recognize that it's a pet peeve of mine. Oh, Fawn just took another sip of the pickle. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Slushy. That was a big gulp. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a lot, Robin. <laughs> but anyways, I hope everyone doesn't hate me after this podcast because I'm just revealing all the bad sides of myself. I mean, same. <laughs> it's controversial. Maybe, maybe our numbers will go through the roof. One of the ones for me, though, is like whenever people are complaining, but like... And it might be something like big or something. And it's something they have very much within their power to change. Mm -hmm. And they're complaining, but doing nothing about it. Hmm. Can you give me an example? Like. (laughs) (laughs) And name names. (laughs) Way to put me on the spot. (laughs) Um, Wow. Now I can't think of anything. But like. Say it's just like you go to the restaurant okay. and you order something and you ask for no mayonnaise on your sandwich and it comes out and it has mayonnaise on your sandwich and then all that all you do is complain about it and you're just like, I guess I'll eat it and you just complain about it and maybe even smeared off, but you're like, I can still taste it. Instead of like asking them like, Hey, can I get this remade without mayonnaise? You're just like gonna bitch about it and complain about it. And like, let it ruin the rest of your day instead of like putting your big them pants on and like (laughs) big them Um, asking them to change it. Yeah. Cause in that, in that moment you're not only are you expressing your disdain for that meal, you're also ruining everyone else's around you. Right. Right. Like, and it's like something that you have the power to change. Like, sure, complain about it once or twice, but then do something and let it let die. it go. And, like, and it's totally okay. Just be be kind to your server. Oh, that's another huge pet peeve. Like, you just be kind to the staff that is making your life easier, right? Right. Like, if if you if they got mayonnaise on your sandwich when there's not supposed to be mayonnaise, you'd be like, oh, hey, I'm so sorry, but I requested this without mayonnaise. You mean you just don't throw it in it. their face? Yeah. Oh no, I don't. Mm-mm. And I even leave a bigger tip <laughs> when when these things happen because they fixed it for me. So I don't know. Just as long as you're nice about it. I don't know. I'm just a stone called bitch every time. Yeah, always. I'm like, hey, really? fucker, you got this wrong. <laughs> Did you graduate? Did you go to college for this? <laughs> just kidding. No. Damn. Please be nice to your servers. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Um, yeah, b- b- like, and that's something that is a huge turnoff too. Like, I once went on a date with someone, and they were really rude to the wait staff, and I was like, I am never, yeah, going to like see this person again, or not on my, uh, not 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 in a way that I want to. Especially you know? because, like, a lot of times, it's not always the server's fault. Your food's like, taking really forever, is. like. That's not the server's fault. Your food's wrong. That's not the server's fault. I mean, there is chances that both of those things could be your server's fault. Nine times out of ten, it probably can be the kitchen staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or, and also, they're super busy, too, you know? Yeah. So, like, kindness is a choice. Be kind. Like, there's no Especially need if you to, see like, raise your voice or restaurant. Also, when people complain about, like, oh, there's plenty of empty seating. Why aren't we being sat yet? Because they don't have the staff to mm-hmm. seat those empty seats. Right. Like, have you have you worked in the restaurant industry no, before? No, and I will not. I I have never either, and so I refuse. Yeah, I don't have the patience. It's <laughs> quite it's honestly, I don't have the patience. Yeah, I I never have either. I've done retail, and that's enough for me. Yeah. Be nice to your retail staff too. Oh my gosh, I've also worked retail, and that that's intense. Which like also the retail that I worked, one of the retails that I worked was kind of retail and food because I used to work at Godiva. In the mall back in the day. Um, So I like got a little bit of food and a little bit of retail with that. It's chocolate. (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) I was like, don't we have a chocolate button? I forgot what it was. (laughs) I live, I live. Um, Yeah. What other pet peeves do you have? 
So one of them is like when I'm talking to somebody <laughs> and they give me no visual or verbal indication that they are listening or that they heard me. Because yeah. my friends make fun of me for this. I will repeat myself until I get acknowledgement. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all know that I'm going to keep doing it until you acknowledge what I said. Mm-hmm. Laugh at my jokes, damn it. Well, it's not even always that. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just like say something and everybody's looking at their phone and uh, yeah. no comments are made. Okay. I, I totally hear you on that. In fact, the, the that kind of affirmation is something that I have talked to my students about before. Um, so especially with the type of events we run at my job, we moved from being in-person to online due to COVID, right? And the thing that we found was, or the, one of the things we noticed was that when we would observe our students, uh, oftentimes uh, someone would like put their heart out on the line and like completely share something personal about themselves so they, with the group. And like, this is when they're doing an introductory activity and my students would be like, okay, who's next? You know, rather than affirming like the thing that was said. Right. Yeah. And it's like, they have a lot of things to get through. Like, I totally get it. Like I've been in that position before. It's really easy just to fall into that. Okay. We've heard from you. Like, let's make sure we hear from everyone and then get to the content. Um, but you know, without affirming someone, it's like, Oh, well I was trying to make this connection. And now I feel like I just, I can't because <laughs> yeah. I tried and put my heart out there. Um, so yeah, I, I totally get that too. It's important to affirm. Cause like my friends will like call me out for repeating myself on usually the third time that I say something and I'm like, yeah, y'all don't acknowledge it. So I'm going to say mm. it until I get acknowledged. I think also this is something I can admit to, um, to being the, uh, uh, the agitator in where with, with like just thinking about what I want to say or like not, uh, not always affirming what someone says. So I'm sorry if I've done that to you before. I don't think you have. Often if you t- have, it's never been anything that's like, wait, I have receipts. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not receipts. <laughs> None. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope I haven't, but I often just get into my business mindset, especially yeah. like when we get on, on like the grind talking about something for the pod, like we're, pre- we're preparing something. We're not on Grinder talking about the podcast, by the way. Oh I yes, we are. Write us a five star review on there as well, please. <laughs> Swipe right on us on Tinder. Uh, um, but yes, we're also on Christian Mingle. Yes. You can find us under the username pervert 69 <laughs> for 2069. <laughs> just 69 was already taken to be exact. Um, but yes, yeah, I I try so hard to like, okay, make sure I'm affirming what is being said before I move on to the thing that is on my brain. Um, and I have this like system now where I'll put out like a finger every time that I have something I know I want to talk about. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to save it for after this conversation. I, I made a mental note. I won't forget. Oh, I have a finger up still. Okay, I need to talk about this. So that's how I try to avoid doing that. That's actually a really good system. Thanks. You can have it sometime. <laughs> Um, okay. Now that we've talked about some real life, uh, pet peeves. I do have one more. Oh, wait. Okay. What is it? Because like, and y'all are going to think I'm just like a bitchy, whiny, moaning, complaining bitch, <laughs> which I mean, maybe Never. fair, but one of a big one for me and my parents are like super guilty of this is like whenever you're working on something or like trying to better yourself or even you're just like accomplish something that you're really proud of and somebody just like shits on it um, or like you want to try something and be adventurous and like yeah take a risk to try to further yourself and like somebody just completely shit on it and be like well here's why that's a bad idea mm-hmm. and i'm just like let's at least talk through it yeah you know <laughs> yeah I, I i get that so because it's also just really invalidating and like i hate that shit like i don't need to know like why going to culinary school is a bad idea. I don't need to know why, like I'm going to have a hard time in college because I'm working full time. Like, and, and granted, I think that, you know, it, it depends on the idea, but for yeah. me, oftentimes it's like, I'm experiencing X, Y, Z. And this is why I think yeah. this is the potential solution. And if, if someone would have a conversation with me about it, right. And, and then we might be able to find some other way to solve those problems than to come to the solution that I came to. And there's also a different way to handle it than just being like, Oh, I saw 
on the news that culinary degrees are one of the worst ones you can get. <laughs> or like, <laughs> instead of like saying, oh, I think you're going to have a hard time. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Be like, there's a way to handle it that's like, oh, there's a different like, you could be like, I would just be careful because it is going to be a little overwhelming. So just bear that in mind going forward. Like there's ways to get across the same message that doesn't just sound like you're taking an absolute shit on somebody's idea and somebody's trying to better themselves, especially when it's something they're really excited about. Totally. Yeah, I think an example of that I, that has happened to me recently that I can think of is I was talking with someone about, I felt like, oh, I think I should get a manager for flapjack like i think that that would be something that would help me out a lot with getting bookings getting paid more for bookings um and then being able to focus on the things that i really want to focus on because a lot of times recently i have you know i've been making flyers i've been doing a lot of the administrative tasks like making facebook events promoting promoting things rather than getting to work on like going back to just making a performance, making a mix and right. coming up with a concept for a performance that I'd be really excited about. Instead, I'm doing all this paperwork and I was really wanting to have a conversation with this person about, about that, you know, like how can I find a better way to be able to focus on the art of drag and the art of what I want to do rather than having to make all these flyers or do whatever all the, all the time. Um, and I don't, and like the person I was speaking with, like really shut down the manager idea. They're like, oh no, they're just really expensive. Like you definitely can't afford that. And I was like, oh, true, but you know, the, I, I don't know another way to solve this potential problem. Yeah. So I, I, that's an example I can think of. Like is exactly when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, I, I definitely would love to, you know, talk more. And if we talk through it, maybe we can find something else. And I know for me, like once that kind of stuff happens, I get in my head really bad about it Mm. um because like that's part of why i actually haven't actually gone through the full process to get back into uab yet like because like i've had those conversations with people and it's just like it's gotten me in my head and really down on myself about it yeah that makes me not want to do it so i just haven't because it's just like oh if this person thinks i'm not gonna be able to do it by the way this conversation was handled is what it sounds like whether that's what they believe or not that's what it comes across by the way this conversation was handled it's just like oh then i might as well not even try Mm. yeah so that makes sense and i'm sorry people have made you feel that way it's okay that's whatever i mean i think it is life it is life you know people love to complain right um but the i mean look at us we have a whole episode about complaining right now Uh, (laughs) um but i mean i think especially when it comes to like a a college degree like you're talking about it's to in in my opinion it's better to just get one and uh, to like just to start that journey of getting one right because when you're wanting to apply for a job it my dad works in human resources, and so this is where I'm getting this information. It oftentimes looks better to an employer that even if it's you've not in the field, completed a degree right. rather than it shows a dedication to right. a goal. Absolutely, even if it's not in a field that's pertinent to the what you're doing. Totally, like I, I I'm literally halfway to a degree. Yeah, you're on the way, and you're gonna get it. Like I, I know that's we'll I know what you want. It's gonna happen for we'll you. See. Um, I mean, and. My my degree, it's not a f- the field I'm working in now is not the field that I got my degree in, but I did get one that had a lot of transferable skills, so that is helpful. Yeah, um, it just sucks because like there's a lot of things that I want to do that I know are just too expensive for me to do that are like also like would require me moving and taking out a large amount of loans just to go to school to do it, and it's also like now I'm almost thirty. It's just like. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn. It's a lot, Robin. That was a lot, Robin. So. (laughs) I'm a Capricorn, so I want to be, like, the most efficient, which often leads to me overthinking, which leads to me doing nothing. Okay, not to get too, like, philosophical, but there was this podcast I listened to. I think it was Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness, one of my favorite podcasts ever, and I love JVN as well. Um, But they talked about this person that they interviewed, and they were someone who was in their forties who wanted to get a medical degree, right? They wanted to become a doctor. And when they, um, 
when they talked about it, they were like, ah, oh, well, by the time I get it, I'll be 50. And someone said, well, you'll be 50 anyway. You know, would you rather be 50 and be a doctor or be 50 and be in the same place you are now? Um, and I've, I don't know, I've always found that to be really inspirational, especially when it comes to your age, you know, just knowing that that's just a number. It shouldn't necessarily identify or define who you are. Yeah. So, work. Fair. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and talk about some of our drag pet peeves. Yeah. Drag her. And we're back talking about our pet peeves and things that grind our gears. And now that we've talked about some real life sort of pet peeves, we want to talk about ones that are related to drag. Excuse me, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Why Should do I keep taking a big gulp of this? <laughs> because it's delicious. <laughs> it do taste like pickles. <laughs> it do. It do be tasting like pickles. Good job, Sonic. That's great branding. <laughs> My number one pet peeve, I think, when it comes to drag things is especially younger queens when they're like first starting who go on and they like tell other people how to do their drag or tell other um, tell other show directors how to book their shows or whatever, because it's like when they are so new, it's hard to understand the full context of things. Right. Um, I also just don't in general think it's a good idea to go online and tell other people how to do their drag. You know, even if you don't like it, even if you have an opinion about it, just keep it to yourself and then do it better. So I need to go stop going on your page and telling you what to do. Oh, please. Yeah. I'd appreciate that. (laughs) No, this has never been you. And like, really, I, I mean, specifically, like I often see it's like every, eight weeks or so I see the, the next like, post about oh you shouldn't be wearing pedestrian drag or you shouldn't be wearing pedestrian drag or you need to be wearing nails or like or don't don't take money this way don't don't uh, okay some of that money stuff though there is a little bit of that like old guard kind of stuff like don't snatch that money that I do believe in like I, I you're right like I think there are some basics to entertainment that you know that matter like such as the way you take money and and, and having a, a moment with the person who is An giving etiquette. you that but yeah absolutely but it's the I think you if you see someone doing that it's about having a conversation with them about it you know I, I think rather than having a thing going yeah. on Facebook but also like what if you see like multiple people doing it what do you mean like, what if you just see, like, that is a giant oh. trend of, like, the newer... So, like, you see a trend of the newer queens doing it. What do you do then? I think you could go to someone... I would delegate. Like, go to someone who has more power, you know, to, to or influence to g- give them that knowledge. Like, maybe if they have a drag mom or something, be like, hey, I just wanted you to know I noticed this. Or if there's, like, a show director, right, that, hey, I noticed that this is happening at the show. I don't know. It, it it definitely depends on who you want to talk to, but for me personally, like the I, the going on Facebook and being passive aggressive about some entertainers do that like that. that yeah, I don't do that anymore. There was a time in my life that I would like vague post about shit like that. I don't do that anymore, but I'm not going to lie. I do find it entertaining when other people do it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't drive me <laughs> Um, not really. Like, I mean, it does. It depends on what it is, honestly, yeah. and how dumb it is. Like, if it's something that I'm just roll my eyes at, then I'm probably gonna read it and read the comments because I'm probably gonna get a giggle or two out of it. <laughs> and like, I've gotten to the point that that kind of stuff like doesn't bother me because like they're not the ones booking me, so mm. I don't care. So I just find humor in it. Yeah, that's where I've landed personally. Fair, fair. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I will admit, like, I definitely get my own giggles as well as like, oh my god, I can't believe they said that on social media or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It like when I when I see someone and the, they've gone and made that that post again, I'm like, why? Why? Like, wh- is this? Have you ever seen it? My pet peeve is when problem? people go on a podcast talking about how people Facebook. Hey, at least <laughs> we have this. <laughs> <laughs> I spent money to share my opinions David, in this way that, that, bring, that just brings kidding, me some income. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, of course. Wow. Uh, <laughs> read me. Uh, one of mine, and this is going to sound really dumb, 
and like maybe not easily understood, but when people draw their eyebrow up higher. Oh, don't come to me. You <laughs> shut no, the fuck up. I don't think what? this is something you do. <laughs> it's whenever they draw their eyebrow up higher and the base of it, it's like up higher above their brow bone and usually above where their actual brow starts. And then they don't blend their eyeshadow into it. And so it's just white all the way to the front of the eyebrow. So the eyebrow just looks like it's floating. Hmm. I see what you mean. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what? I hate a floating eyebrow. What made you want to come onto this podcast today <laughs> and read my face? Huh? Huh? <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> I, I I like uh, to draw my eyebrows high because you can fit more on your face. <laughs> I mean, I also draw my eyebrows high. I'm saying you don't do that. Wow. Okay. This is our first fight on flapping and fawning pod. <laughs> I'm about to look up one of your pictures to like show you exactly that. I, I don't mean what you do. Um, LOLOL. I think I do. I think I do. If you look at our if you look at our podcast promo art. <laughs> look, look at look right there. <laughs> Am I doing it? It's not Okay, but look at the very tip of the brow. Like you're talking about the very front? Yeah. Closest to my nose. I mean, you do it a little bit, but not as bad because you at least do connect some of the color. True. And to be fair, like the reason I do it that way is because like I'm I'm going for a certain brand of drag, which is campy drag, right? Like and so and campy queens usually or tend to have their brows like really 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 high are you saying campy queens don't know how to draw their eyebrows and don't know how to do makeup yes wow (laughs) (laughs) no i I don't think it's that we that we don't know how i i really i don't know to me like that that is that is genuinely like the aesthetic i go for you can be pretty and be campy i this is pretty i'm the most gorgeous woman (laughs) you've ever seen when i'm in drag i gotta tell you (laughs) <laughs> I'm like trying to see if I can find anybody on Facebook That's just for a quick stroll. I mean, stroll. I, I would agree. Like uh, when it comes to painting your face in a certain way, like I, I don't love it when, when the eyebrows are so high and you it can just tell doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like when it's, when it's because like if the, if the brow is really high and it's because, Oh, you know, they glue their eyebrows down and they're scared that they're going to like that. The glue up um, if they draw them on there. When Derek Barry glued down their brows on season eight, Oh, God, I, uh, I haven't seen that season. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've not ever watched season eight? No. Oh, my God. I know. I, I need to watch it all. But there's a lot. There's a lot to watch right now. I'm currently watching. We just finished France. Congrats to the winner. I was so happy with that. But I'm also watching Canada. Philippines just came out. We're also watching Down Under. <laughs> I'm watching so much. Camp Wanakiki is about to come out. It's a lot. That's interesting, though. Do you have any other makeup, like, pet peeves? Um... I mean, really and truly, the, like, glue down eyebrow thing is the main thing. When, like, the... Mm. When the eyebrow just has no... There's, like, just no rhyme or reason to the placement. And usually, like, the most common denominator with that is, like, a lot of it could be solved, like, by blending your eyeshadow into it, and it'll make it look a little more logical. Yeah. It's not going to fix the problem completely. But just, like, have intention (laughs) with, like, how you your makeup so I have everything needs to have an intention absolutely i agree i think i think you should be you should be going for a certain idea like a certain concept and uh, um and i think that and there's your intention shouldn't just be to put it on yeah and your intention agreed. shouldn't just be like oh it's bad and, and there's a I'm, learning curve yeah. to it like when the first time i picked up a paintbrush to do it i had no idea what was going on i put on a james charles video and just did my best and then as time went on, I was like, oh, wow, there's like there's truly different styles in which you can do makeup. And then when I fell in love with campy drag, I was like, I'm going to really try to perfect yeah. the campy face on my face. Yeah. Um, and that's how Flapjack got where she is with the makeup. Mm. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. I love it. Any any other pet peeves? Um, unprepared queens. Unprepared. In what way? Like, don't show up to the gig 10 minutes before the show starts when call time is 30 minutes to an hour before mm. show starts like and don't be like oh i'm not gonna be ready in time because you were the one that was late i mean like can we push the show back or can i be moved back in the lineup because you Ooh. were i have not this is not something i've heard or experienced I mean, before I've, yeah oh gosh heard and experienced people doing this 
Like, don't be, like, trying to push the show back because you were unprepared. Yeah, that's true. I think it's important to come to show up prepared, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, pack, I pack my suitcase in such a way where it's, like, I, I reverse pack, right? So I think, okay, what's the last thing that I'll need? And I pack that first, so it's at the bottom of right. my suitcase. And, you know, and by the end of the night, my suitcase is a wreck, but... As the show, I'm not delaying the show. As the show's going on, I'm able to just say, okay, here's the next thing that I need for my I next mean, summer. like, even me, I don't necessarily organize my bag, but it doesn't take me long to find my shit in my bag and be ready. Like, if the show is pushed back time-wise, it needs to be because we are waiting on audience. That is the only reason a show should ever start late, in my opinion. Yeah. Is you're waiting for an audience. Like if you're waiting for more people to fill in, it should never be because of an unprepared oh, queen. You know what? I think you're right. I've, I've never heard. Okay. Yes. I have experienced that before where it's like, okay, we're waiting on so-and-so to finish their face or, you know, they, they didn't pad in time. So yeah, we are right. pushing it back rather than, and, and you lose, the sad thing is like you often lose audience right. because of that. Um, but th- there was one show I did where the venue was not ready. And that was just that ooh, that drew, drove me nuts um, because I think I know which show you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, like I, I got there and I was ready. I was in full drag for like two hours <laughs> waiting for the show to start. The show didn't start for like an hour and a half. And then by the time we were supposed to go out, like most of the crowd had left. Right. <laughs> like, these people have lives. They can't just sit there, you know. So I yeah, that that is very frustrating, especially when it goes past an unreasonable wait time. And I'm also a little spoiled and biased with that because, like, at Stardom, we never start late. Yeah. Like, we do not hold for anything. If you're not ready, tough tits. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's a business and they've got shows later on that night. So we have to have our show done by a certain time. There's no pushing it back. Right. And a lot of times the owners will be there and they want us to start on time. Like if the owners want you to start on time, you need to be starting on time. Amen. So. (laughs) I love it. No, I agree that 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 is something that that really drives me nuts, but I've never seen like a, I've never seen this happen from a young, a younger entertainer, um, which is. I've seen it happen from a lot. I have a lot of stories, but I'm not trying to drag people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have a, an episode of, about drama on the podcast. We'll d- bring people on, have controversial conversations. It'll be great. Could you imagine just like randomly calling people? Hey. That'd be the episode. Do you remember that one time you pushed the show back? Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> that would oh. be wild. Okay. Now that we've talked about some drag pet peeves, we're going to get into a fawning and flopping segment. Where we are going to go through some of the most common pet peeves, and we're going to fawn or flop them based on whether we agree with them, which is fawning, or if we flop them, that means we disagree with them. Are you ready? Are we going to be fetching any of these? If we, I think if you like really, really, really agree, then yeah, we can fetch it. Work. All right. So, chewing sounds and noises. Is that something that gets on your nerves? Okay. So, my friend asked me about this one last night, like when we were talking about it, because it's one of theirs. Oh. Um, and he was just like, I don't know if that's one of yours. And for me, sorry, chewing, <laughs> if that is one of the sounds, because I do that all the time. <laughs> it depends on like the situation and what it is. Mm. So it's not something that blanket across the board. So I would say it's a middle ground. So I would say no, I guess, because it's not something that I'm just going to be like, yeah, hard, like every time. Chewing sounds is a flop for me. This is. Not something that ever. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I mean, like, I used to chew gum in high school, and I had this one friend who who really hated it. I think it Um, depends on how loud you're doing it, too, and, like, how excessive and what the environment is. But it was never, like, you know, it wasn't like I was doing that. It was, like, just very casually chewing gum. And, yeah, I don't know. That that drove me nuts. Um, It drove me nuts when people would comment on it. I was like, I know I'm not being loud. Uh, Okay. Repetitive tapping. Like, Like, tapping a pencil. It depends on if I'm trying to focus. Because mm-hmm. if I'm trying to focus, yes. But if I'm trying to focus, everything's a pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> Same with like clicking a pen. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I'm also the one that usually is doing the repetitive tapping or the repetitive clicking. So it's not really a pet peeve. For me. <laughs> 
You're just you're just the agitator. Yeah. I live. Yeah, it's a flop for me. Uh what about texting during a meal? Um, absolute flop because I do it all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. This one is a huge fawn for me. I hate it. Like really? literally like if when my partner's on their phone, I'll be like, What are you doing? Like, <laughs> talk to me. But I also like it depends. I sometimes do it. I I I'm very rarely the first person to do it. I feel you know. I'm always on my phone. Interesting. Well, we have our very sometimes first. Sometimes just playing like Neopets. I just got back You're into Neopets oh, this week. Nice. Yeah. You should go feed my pets. They're all famished. Right. For like. 10 years. I wish I could log into my old account because I spent so much money on I that account. I had some good Neopets on there. Yeah. What about taking phone calls in public? Does that bother you? Um, Especially if it's on speaker or if you're going to be loud about it. There's nothing wrong with taking a phone call in public. There's something wrong with it if you're going to be fucking loud as hell mm. and disruptive to others around you. It's all about courtesy. Yeah. I think it depends on what the conversation's about. In a way, like if you're saying talking about something really weird and inappropriate, like, oh my God, go somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I'm pretty know. sure I've probably been guilty of talking about inappropriate things on the phone in Target. Probably anytime I've called you. <laughs> 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 what about like throat clearing and coughing noises? No, those are normal. Yeah. I'm sorry if anyone hates that. That's probably why they wouldn't listen to our pod. Because every time I'm like, <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, that one's a flop for me. I don't know. Maybe we'll have one that we actually find as a fawn. Um, I mean, you have. I haven't. Apparently, I'm true. easygoing. Yeah, very easygoing. Uh, how about unsolicited advice and opinions? Yes. Ah. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> like, sometimes I just need to fucking vent, and I will ask you for advice if I need advice. How do you... Okay, this... I, Parks and Rec did an episode about this, right? It's like, sometimes you just want to sit someone just wants you to sit down and say I'm sorry that sucks and other times they really want to I will ask you for advice and I I think it actually kind of goes back to the conversation we were having earlier as well go ahead I think it comes back to the conversation we were having earlier about the uh, someone just shitting on something right away yeah you know it's like I think they also may be navigating okay what do they want me to say right now do you want my advice or do you want here's the thing ask Amen. That part. Be like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Would you like advice on it? That's what I've started doing. Sorry. Pickle. Yeah, I agree. Like just saying, okay, do you want me to, do you want advice right now? Is that what you're seeking for? Or you just want to share this with me? Um, Yep. I would agree that like unsolicited completely out of nowhere. That is a fawn for me. Let's see. What about what? What is gate lice? The next one on the list is gate lice. It says, if you travel a lot, you are probably very familiar with gate lice, whether you know it or not. These are the people who crowd the boarding gate to make sure they get on the plane as soon as humanly possible, and they very much annoy gate agents. Do you fly a lot? No. No? Okay. I haven't flown since fourth grade. Really? Yeah. Oh. I've, I've, I've flown a decent amount, especially when I was doing long distance with Danny. We would fly back and forth to see each other. Gay. Gay. T- lights. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is kind of annoying, but I don't know. It's not something that, like, kills me. So, I feel that. Um, okay. Honestly, we've talked about a lot of the things on this list. Like, what about clipping nails in public? Define public. Uh, you're on the on a bus. Oh yeah, that would. And be someone's gross. clipping nails, or I don't know, at a restaurant in a park. I mean, at a park is fine. You're outside. That's very granola of you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Oh, what have you never just like clipped your nails while you were driving and then just throw throwing them out the window? <laughs> Is that just me? No, that's distracted driving fun. And we don't support that on flapping and fawning podcast. You're right. I also don't watch videos while I drive. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. What? Oh, you know, one that like, it always used to drive people crazy was, um, taking your shoes off. Like when someone has their shoes off, especially like on a plane or on a bus in the car, sometimes even, um, I don't know. What do you think? That does not bother me. I mean, I would never take my shoes off while driving <laughs> because that is illegal in right. Alabama. But if it weren't, I 
probably wouldn't have a problem with it. Or if you're just a passenger. Like, I have no problem with it in the car unless you know you have some rank-ass feet. Then yeah. at least, like, get permission first. The, uh, yeah. Or crack a window. Usually, if you know that your feet stink, you're not going to do that. But like Crack when, a window. When it's, like, when someone has their shoes off and it doesn't, that there's no smell, you know. And I'm not right. talking about myself. Like, I've seen other people who have the, have their shoes off. It's, like. Just don't be putting your feet on other whatever. people. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I do yourself. sometimes because I like to pinch people with my toes. Okay. That's only if I'm on like a friend, close friend level, and I don't think you're gonna freak out. Or if um, you do freak out, it's not gonna be like a, oh my god, I can't believe you just did that. Like I hate you, kind of like wild freak out. It's just gonna be like that. Ew, get that off of me. Uh, <laughs> on that note, I think that may be the pod. <laughs> I'll go pinch with my toes real quick oh my god um only if you're picking my bottom <laughs> thanks everyone for listening to flapping and fawning make sure you go give us a five-star review and follow us on instagram tiktok and facebook and twitter yes on the tweeters Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flappingandfawningpod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta.